Welcome to Emergency San Jose Hockey Now podcast. Uh, Eric Carlson uh, has been traded. Um, so details of the trade uh, before we get to Keegan and I's reaction. And uh, I just uh, scared my dog. My dog ran out of the room with my my announcement of our emergency podcast. Keegan, you can see his background. Uh, Keegan, uh, tell us where you are before I uh, un un unveil the, the Carlson trade details. Well, if you can hear, somebody's being announced to their gate. So I am in the <laughs> Halifax International Airport. Um, but I will be uh, muted intermittently while you talk and talk with you back. <laughs> but all right. So um, the Sharks have traded Eric Carlson to the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a three-way trade with the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, basically, I might miss a detail here and there, uh, but... Basically, San Jose is sending out Dylan Hamaluk and uh, 2026 third round pick. Um, and they are receiving uh, from the Penguins. They're receiving a 2024 first round pick, top 10 protected, Mikhail Granlin, Jan Ruda. And OK, then we talk about the Montreal uh, part of the deal. Pittsburgh is sending Jeff Petrie uh, with some salary retained to Montreal. Uh, also, um, they're sending a uh, Casey to Smith. Um, and a 2025 second round draft pick and a prospect, Nathan Lagare. Um, also, too, very important for the Sharks here. They're retaining very, very little here. They're just retaining 1.5 million of Carlson's remaining contract. That's Carlson has 11.5 million AAV. Uh, so that means that the Sharks are retaining just 13% on Carlson's contract. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the biggest highlight, I think, is that, is that number. That well, was what, go ahead. That was kind of what I wanted in first place. Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. I, I was going to say that that Keegan, uh, um, a couple of podcasts ago, and uh, ignore everything from our podcast that just released last night. Yeah, well, not <laughs> listen to the Ali McCauley interview. Yeah. Listen to Keegan's terrific analysis of Road Junior Summer Showcase. Ignore everything uh, that we yeah. talk about. Ignore the first half hour of, of yesterday's official yeah. podcast with Alan McCauley. Great interview, by the way. But uh, yeah, ignore all, all of that. So um, yeah, it was more speculation than anything. That's that. true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, speaking of our prediction, though, uh, I did get some of it. Some of it right in terms of. Well, actually, no, I think I got none of it right. <laughs> well, you said Petrie to somewhere, so you did say I did say Petrie to their team. Yeah, I said Chicago. I said the, the, the trade. Uh, Said Granlin would get bought out, but he wasn't mm -hmm. bought out. Uh, we did say that Kyle Dubas doesn't believe in buyouts, and so we saw a little bit of, uh, right. of that yeah. there. I did uh, one thing though that I, I did stress uh, uh, yesterday that I think did come to fruition is that I really didn't think that the Penguins would want to give up. Of course, they don't want to give up two first rounders to get mm -hmm. rid of both Petrie and Granlin's contracts, and they were able to get away with that. Maybe because they're retaining part of Petrie's contract, twenty five percent of it. So, um, so I think that's that's a that's 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 a big part there that they were able to protect most of their their kind of. They don't have a lot of top future assets, but sure. uh, their future first round picks besides 2024, also Jaeger and uh, Pickering. Um, but OK, so my initial thoughts of the contract or of this trade, though, you talk about the amount retained by the Sharks. Nonetheless, though, I don't love this trade. The Sharks didn't get a lot for Carlson. They didn't get a first for him. They got it for taking on Mikhail Granlin's contract and Mike Hoffman's and Jan Ruda. So let's not kid ourselves here, okay? Now, I do like Granlin and Ruda as players. They're both good players, still just overpaid. Uh, Granlin, 5 million AAV, two more years. Uh, Ruda, uh, 2.75 million AAV for two more years. I think Granlin, even though he wasn't great for Pittsburgh, 
last year. I think he's still a decent middle six forward. And uh, Ruda is a very solid bottom pairing defenseman. Uh, since they've got two years left in their contracts, I think that their peak trade value for the Sharks, hopefully they're still good next year, the 2025 trade deadline. Hoffman, you know, everyone sees the name. Obviously, there's the stuff with Carlson in the past. And also the fact that uh, Hoffman, this is his second tour in San Jose. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but anyway, Hoffman, uh, everyone sees that used to be a 30-goal scorer. But, you know, he's a very limited player now who hasn't scored at a 25-goal pace since 2020-21. He scored 15 and 14 in the last two years. And he's 33. So I don't know what he's bringing back at a trade deadline, this uh, this coming trade deadline. Now, he's got one year left at $4.5 million. Maybe they get third or fourth round picks uh, at this trade deadline and next for Granlund, Ruda, and Hoffman. So you can kind of add that to the possible value from this trade. Regardless, though, again, I'll stress this again, that everyone sees the first round pick. That's awesome. But it wasn't for Eric Carlson. It was for taking on Mikhail Granlund's contract. Anyway, <laughs> in defense of the Sharks, though, I think that, like Keegan predicted and wanted, they were zeroed in on not retaining much on Carlson. That's what we heard consistently all summer. We heard maybe there were up to 20% retention at most, but I urged for 40% retention just to maximize their trade return. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I know a lot of fans just said, well, why not just retain the maximum 50%, right? But the Sharks maintained from the beginning that they weren't going to retain 50%. 40%, yeah, it's high, it's a lot, but... You see now, though, right? Okay, so they didn't. They they retained just thirteen percent at one point five million, and what the, I do wonder while they're taking on a lot of cash, a lot of salary this coming season. Actually, that's kind of funny. They're actually taking on more than Carlson's AAV uh, in uh, Hoffman, Ruda, and Granlin, but they're going to have a pretty clean looking cap sheet after the 2024-25 season, and. So uh, maybe that's their plan for when they're hoping to be competitive. So as much as I might criticize them right now for not getting back as much as they could have if they had retained more, maybe their plans are, well, we're going to be a better team in three years. Uh, that's their target date kind of. And kind of makes sense you know, with some of the older prospects that they've traded for. And we talked about, Mike Rich talked about turning this around faster than expected. The prospects like Mukmadu and Thra and Hotia, we talked about that already, right? So maybe that's sort of Mike Rich's grand plan, uh, along with Hassel Plotner, that in three years, the Sharks are in, in a competitive place. Maybe they start spending uh, on that with a cap space that they've that they've made. But for right now, though, you know, I've maintained all this time consistently that you retain little on Carlson, you won't get back a lot for him. Mm -hmm. And I think that this holds true here. Uh, I do think uh, that San Jose achieved what they wanted here, though. Like I said, they did not want to retain much. And also, too, I think they wanted a premium asset in a Carlson trade, even if it's not directly for Carlson himself. And I do think the fact that it's top 10 protected is nice. Uh, I expect it more like lottery protected or something like that. So if Pittsburgh kind of has the bottom fallout from under them uh, this year a little bit, which is possible, you know, older team. Uh, we saw what happened with Carlson's last team <laughs> a couple of years after, after he joined them. So uh, it is possible. And so those two things, retaining little and uh, getting uh, getting a nice asset back. Yep. I, I think those are those goals, and they achieved it. But again, though, big picture, though, I still feel like they could have gotten more if they retained more, even if it's 25%, 30%, and get something else. Um, 
we'll see. Though I think the the big the kind of the the final evaluator and all this, obviously, what they do with the first round pick that they've now received, and what they do with the cap space that they've now created for the twenty four or twenty five uh, and on. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway is that the. They didn't care if they got an extra couple prospects or an extra couple sure. draft yeah. picks. They were just like, we want to be done. And that kind of puts out, since the Sharks were competitive, we've lost huge contracts on Martin Jones, Vander Kane, Brent Burns, now Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. And you could say whether or not we got anything for those players, but they're all gone. <laughs> and yeah. that was kind of what they needed <laughs> to be, which is good. Um, this was, I, that's what I thought might happen was the, you get a first for Eric Carlson, but you're really getting it for Granlund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's kind of what I thought would happen. And then that's what I wanted to happen, which was retained very little. They did less than I thought they would. I thought they would yeah. do 2 million. They did 1.5. Yeah, everyone was talking awesome. 20%. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if, if, if we're watching Hassel's money, good job, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's If that was the end goal, and I think it is, because next year there's like... The, uh, let's see, they're kind of thirty-seven million dollars in cap space mm-hmm. for the Sharks, fifty-nine million the year after, and basically there's only three big contracts left: Couture, Hurdle, yeah. and Vlasic. A lot of people have it. said, like, hey, the Sharks aren't going to be good for the next four years. Why Why not retain 50%? But maybe the Sharks believe that they're going to be better. Uh, they, I think they do believe that they're going to be better sooner than maybe I think or you think. Yeah, or maybe they're going to go do something crazy and go like big trade hunting like there is every once in a couple years somebody like eichel comes in the market somebody that's like worth spending a ton of assets on maybe the sharks are going to be for that kind of thing that kind of turnaround it's not like impossible but i do like the first i think the overall trade was fine i'm not mad at it at all i think they'll Mm -hmm. flip most of the people they got back anyway like eventually yeah yeah hoffman and bruda and then um uh grandland eventually as well just they needed more, not fluff, but people, because there's going to be some movement <laughs> this year. Because uh, LeBanc's going to probably be traded, and sure. who else? Who knows? Yeah, who I actually like, think they have, they are one, maybe one forward extra over right now. So yeah, they are. I think they're you know the 13 with Eklund on the on the team. So that's according to cap friendly, but right, yeah. right. So so maybe they they bury somebody. Or... Oh, and 14 with with uh, Luke Cunning. So okay. when Cunning comes back too. So either yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's why yeah, that's why they, I think they're one one over. So they'll have to do something yeah. about somebody. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't think Eklund's going to be pleased with starting the season with the Barracuda. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, but <laughs> I, I think, think they had to get rid of somebody though. So <laughs> I think it's a win. That's just my that was my initial reaction because this yeah. is what I wanted. So you know, I'm happy for them. But it's okay. it's I get why it's not like the slam dunk. 12 pieces kind of trade that you would want, but it's, yeah. And you know, I, I never advocated something like huge. I didn't think that I've repeated this many mm-hmm. times that I didn't think the sharks were going to get back. Like, you know, going to the historical examples of uh, Bowen Byram and Sam Gerard uh, for Matthew Shane or Jason Spezza and Zidane Ochara for Alexei Yash. I didn't think that they would get that much because of the limitations, which we saw very clearly here with how little they got directly for Carlson. Uh, limitation of his, of his age, his inconsistency and his contract, right? Uh, but 
again, though, you know, like the deals that I proposed uh, 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 throughout this summer at 40% retained, I think those are attainable. And, you know, people might scoff at, oh, uh, another second round pick and a kind of a uh, fallen prospect like Ty Smith, who was a very good prospect just two years ago, right? But those are assets that could have helped the Sharks or Riker Evans or something like that, right? Like guys along those those, those lines. But um, I think that, again, for their goals, which appear to be prioritizing cap space, well, you know, they did it. <laughs> I would like to say that had I moved like half of the assets that I gave Pittsburgh giving to San Jose and gave them mm-hmm. all to Montreal, my, my trade would have been almost identical to what happened. Yeah. Because it was a first, a second, a couple prospects, a goalie. Mm-hmm. For moving out Petri Granlund and getting Carlson at two million retained, so it was pretty close. I just, you know, couldn't so are you the GM of the Sharks? Are that's you in Canada to pick up Mike Hoffman? <laughs> yeah, this is why I was in Halifax. <laughs> no, um, but it was close. I think it was. It made yeah. sense, and I like. Yeah, it, it feels to me that you're following a plan, and I really like that too. Yeah. Just that yeah. he keeps to his guns and then just follows that plan. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I, I can see that point. That again, the, the plan seems to be to be better sooner than 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 later. Um, it's still a rebuild. I don't think there's any doubt about it because you traded Eric Carlson and Timo Meyer, but um, it's a rebuild that is you know hoping to be a little accelerated, right? So yeah, uh, maybe a year or two ahead of schedule. Yep, and uh, I think. There's probably going to be lots of overreactions about how bad it was, but I think it, I think it was decent. B plus is what I'm giving it. I'm okay, you yeah. It as. Uh, you know, I maybe I'm part of the overreaction. Actually, I think the fans seem to like it because honestly, I think a lot based on what I'm seeing on Twitter, people are seeing the first round pick. They're seeing the shiny, uh, the 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 the, the, the shiny uh, jewel that they got back from Pittsburgh. And it, the first round pick is nice. Like I said, I agree. Top ten protected is actually pretty good, better than I expected. But um, but I would give it a C. Uh, uh, just because, um, again, uh, I, I, I think why not retain more, not my money, but why not retain more, get more, um, even if it's not another first round pick, which I do think would have been tough to, to, you know, to, to pull out of Pittsburgh. Um, Mm -hmm. but even, uh, you know, a set, another second round pick for retaining more or, or, uh, yeah, or a decentest prospect, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from them, uh, or a guy with some upside from them, right? And not that they have a lot of them, but um, but uh, so that's so so I I I, I would have uh, leaned more in that direction, uh, but you know, yeah, uh, and a couple more yeah. couple more things to remember is that a year ago this would be like a slam dunk home run. Oh yeah, you just, you just hit like absolutely, you know, absolutely, yep, yep, thirty this, home runs. This is why ago. I think both you and I, we, uh, even though Cautious, we understood yeah. the, the thinking of keeping Carlson into the season and trading, you know, and moving him at the trade deadline or trying to, right? And, you know, hoping that everything comes up, uh, you know, you get the trifecta again. Carlson is healthy. Carlson mm-hmm. is really good again. And yep. Carlson is super productive again next next year with the Sharks, right? Uh, you yep. get all that. You probably do get more at the trade deadline uh, with the cap probably going up next offseason. So you, you, you roll the dice there. But we, we never like that just because of the huge risk. Carlson is a huge risk. Like again, don't 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 make that mistake. Like last 
year, like you said, uh, you would have taken this deal, you know, uh, without without hesitation. You would have yep. taken the other deals that have been proposed, uh, even like that crazy mutual termination thing that that, that, that I suggested a couple of days ago. Sharks would have taken yep. that in a heartbeat, you know, and Carlson, if he gets his cash back, you know, why, why, you know, like Carlson might consider it too. And so, um, yeah, so I think if we're coming, talking about where we're coming from from last year with Eric Carlson's trade value, um, mm-hmm. that he's part of any deal that's positive. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, crazy a year ago. Is yeah. is 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 uh is crazy and testament really to him, honestly. Like his mm-hmm. team wasn't very good. Um he did the best to put the team on his back. Um it was a joy to to watch him. I've enjoyed covering him. And yep. so uh yeah, so it's a testament to him. He played his way <laughs> out of <laughs> out of the cellars. Good, yeah, good for him. Yep. He trade you know played his way out of relegation. So <laughs> good for yeah, him. Basically. Um but it, it would be like if next year, for some reason, Vlasic put up 50 points and was like <laughs> playing 25 minutes a night. And you, you were like, ah, but could we get a first for him? And, and then we got like a fourth. Everybody would <laughs> hopefully still be like, oh, my God, thank God we got a fourth for, for Vlasic's contract. Not that we don't love Vlasic, but his contract is that bad. Uh, I'm trying to and think that's how... comparison. Um, I don't yeah. know if it's that wild. I, I still like Carlson's play a lot last year under Bob Bugner, and I wrote about it. I think it improved um, defensively but, for sure. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just this year they took the brakes off and said, you know, go play offense. And I'm not even sure if I think he'll be... ever, ever hit 50 points. <laughs> yeah, about that. Well, he, I, I know he's he up to 40, 40 something. I think he's up to 40. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's like that's how much we wanted him gone. No, then... yeah, no, that, that's true though. Yeah, like if, if, well, basically it's same thing. If Vlasic played himself back into at least top pairing value, it, it would be, yeah. it'd be, it'd be the same, same shock, you know? Um, and, so yeah, so so in, in that kind of way too, and from that vantage point too, it's uh, yeah, you, you can't complain. It's as a huge a risk. Fan. Like say he gets injured again, and yep. then we're stuck with this contract for. I agree. So I I do think the Sharks uh, uh, <laughs> did the right thing by moving Carlson uh, before sure. the beginning of the season, not rolling the dice on uh, next year. Um, I just think mm-hmm. again that they should have retained more. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see what they do with the, the money. If they do nothing with it, then yeah, what was the point, right? Like, yeah, if they, they have to do something in the next three years or so right 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 mm-hmm. but you know it is the most valuable commodity currently in the league so mm-hmm. yeah like, maybe maybe they're still bad and they use the cap space to take on bad contracts and get high picks and that's that's fair you know that's that that definitely would be a good way to use use that cap space too yep and uh we'll see what they do with all the the rest of the players but mm-hmm. i'm happy mm-hmm. i this is what i i wanted and partially what i predicted so i'm i'm happy about it okay 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 well uh i i i'm i'm unhappy because that means that people will stop visiting san jose hockey now and it's going to be no. a couple of years of darkness so. <laughs> we'll just start writing about trading for the penguins i think i think i think i'm just going to quit the beat and and move to boston follow a boston yep. college so that's what it was <laughs> no i think it's just going to be a different type of reporting more on you know, well, it's not a different type of reporting because it is mostly the reporting I've been doing for the last four years. True. But True. with occasional rays of sunshine, like Eric Carlson last year, Timo Meyer uh, a couple of years ago when he broke out. Um, but yeah, the breakout yeah. candidates are uh, sort of uh, uh, yeah, you know, it might be it might be a couple of years on 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 some of these prospects. So and, and cheers <laughs> to the weirdest Norris Trophy season ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's true. Super strange, and then immediately traded. Very strange. <laughs> oh, yeah, the second Norris reigning Norris Trophy winner to be traded at uh, Doug Harvey, yep. I think, nineteen sixty one. So, 
but um, we should play a montage of Eric Carlson highlights right now, but I don't think we have the production value. And I'm yeah, I don't think you can do that from the airport. So, <laughs> so but Shang, any last words? Uh, no, uh, it is, it is, it is nice that, that this, uh, deal got, uh, all, all resolved, uh, you know, so it, it didn't drag on, honestly, for Carlson himself, for the Sharks, for the fans that this, whether you like the deal or not, we can move on from it, right? We can think about the new San Jose Sharks. And so I think it's, it's nice in, in that way. And, um, yeah, I, I think, I, I, I think that, uh, well, uh, I'm not sure if there'll be any reason to have another emergency podcast the rest of this summer. So <laughs> until we trade back for Eric Carlson. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's it. Um, but uh, have a good one, guys. Hopefully you listen to this podcast and the last one, even though the beginning of it might not be that Just relevant. Imagine cut and paste these last 20 minutes into the first 20, 30 minutes of the last podcast, and That's you it. have our intact. Um, in, in in one in one podcast uh <laughs> and next week we might do another deeper dive and deeper dive yeah deeper dive yeah because i, I i'm checking in on the players and where they're kind of they're, they've kind of they're, they're kind of at the sharks do mm-hmm. have some cap space now so uh so so maybe something happens with that though i did i believe matt dumble uh, it has signed with arizona Gotta double oh, that check that. Well? I, I heard that uh let me double check that but uh i don't want to uh, re- report something that i heard yep Yep. Yep. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that, that went down about, uh, uh, 40 minutes ago. And so, yeah, uh, there's not, there's not a ton out there left. Um, the two main free agents are Tatar and Kwamtoa that I, I think are, are worth the Sharks investigating besides Dumba, but Dumba is gone. Uh, Kwamtoa and Tatar are wingers. The Sharks now seem a little flush with wingers. Yeah, just a bit. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we'll see though. So, all right, I'm going to get out of here. Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye, Keegan.